let's start out by talking about what a CAFO is. CAFO is an acronym. These are the initials for Concentrated Animal Feeding Operation. But across most of the United States, when you speak of CAFO, folks know what is meant. People in some areas use the term CAFO. Others, particularly down the south, say CAFO, but it is the same thing. I say CAFO. State agencies, DNRs, and DEQ speak of CAFOs. The U.S. Environmental Protection Agency speaks of CAFOs. Most states and the U.S. EPA have regulations pertaining to CAFOs. Due to pollution problems, some states, such as North Carolina, aren't allowing any more to come in. The state legislature imposed a moratorium. Recently, a bill has been introduced to the North Carolina General Assembly to lift the moratorium but ban cesspits and spray fields. The bill has wide bipartisan support and is currently uh, going through the state legislative process. That aside, there are some minor differences in the design, layout, and operation for different animals. But two things are constant. The first thing is that many animals, be they hogs, chickens, or cows, are confined or concentrated in small spaces. The second thing is that hardly ever does the CAFO operator own the animals. A corporation owns the hogs and chickens. The grower merely contracts to grow the animals to a certain size, about 250 pounds for a hog and around 5 pounds for a chicken. Beef steers are a bit different. They spend most of their lives on pasture and then are fattened up for slaughter in feedlots with thousands of other steers. Ranchers own the beef steers and pay the feedlot owner for the last few weeks of the cow's life. The CAFO operator usually owns dairy cows, although the milk is sold under contract to a corporation. Hogs are the worst offenders to people. Hog manure stinks. It stinks worse than any other manure, and the odor travels for miles, making life miserable for rural residents who are unfortunately downwind. Stink is the first problem, and as anyone who has taken a basic high school science course knows, it is the compounds coming into contact with our nasal nerves that register as bad smell in our brains. But those compounds do something more than just smell bad. They cause all sorts of health problems, particularly among what is called at-risk populations, children, elders, and folks with existing respiratory problems. Hogs are usually housed in buildings that contain about 1,100 such creatures. There are anywhere from 6 to 10 buildings in one operation in fairly close proximity. All of those send hog urine and excrement to a lagoon, which is really a cesspit. The floors are slatted in the buildings, and the waste go down onto a concrete floor that is flush with water at regular intervals, each hour more several times a day, depending on the, uh, how it's set up at the computer. A different method is to have the cesspit directly under the confinement building, so that the waste go right into the pit. No flushing. These pits, whether open air or under building, are designed so that they need to be emptied out only twice a year or so. It is waste handling, getting rid of this poop, that gives the operators of CAFOs the most problems. Drains get clogged, waste pits get full at the wrong time of the year. No, in no state is a waste application, a waste application allowed on frozen ground. Normally, the CAFO operator doesn't have sufficient land space to dump or spray the waste on, so a permanent easement is signed with neighbors. The waste application, the permanent easement, sounds like a good deal. The landowner gets free fertilizer and plenty of it. 
But most of these contracts don't stipulate any sort of notification of the landowner, nor any limitation as to amount. And as noted, the contract creates a permanent easement. Even when the land is sold or ownership transferred, that pesky spreading agreement goes right along. Proponents of hog CAFOs will proclaim that manure is the ideal fertilizer. Uh, they're right about that. But the way it comes out of CAFOs is not the traditional farmer's way. Similar to most things, moderation is a virtue. A few hundred pounds of hog manure is good. A few million tons is bad. But the waste coming from hog CAFOs is measured in tons, not pounds. A hog excretes about six pounds per day. Multiply that times 180 days, that's half a year. Then multiply that times the number of hogs in a CAFO, anywhere from 24.99 to 100,000. And the amount of hog crap generated is huge up to 108 million pounds per CAFO twice a year. Now, there are two types of chicken CAFOs, but both are equally cruel and inhumane. Broiler houses contain about 22,000 birds, and that's not too bad when they're first put in as small chicks, and best not to know what happens to the dead ones. But when these birds reach two pounds or so, then the house becomes rather crowded. That doesn't last too long, though. A broiler chicken is hooked into small cages, placed in a big truck, and carried off to be slaughtered at the tender age of seven weeks. Broiler houses' floors are covered with litter. Might be rice hulls, peanut shells, ground-up corn cobs, straw, whatever is available. This litter and the birds excrete into the litter. The litter and chicken poop are cleaned out between flocks, and the waste spread onto adjacent fields several times a year, year after year after year. The essence of human cruelty to sentient beings reaches its peak in buildings that house laying hens that produce eggs. Usually there are about 10,000 or so in each building with 10 hens per cage. While some buyers of eggs, such as McDonald's, now stipulate that the cages must be large enough to allow the birds to turn around, this is scant improvement. The cages are stacked five high in pyramid fashion, so that the excrement from the top cage goes onto a metal roof over the cage directly below and so forth. Water from high above flushes the waste from all these cages into a central pit where giant perforated paddles move the solids, including broken egg contents and shells, into an outside pit where this mess is then a land applied as so-called fertilizer. Dairy cows, contrary to all those pretty pictures showing cows grazing in a pasture under a tree, dairy cows are never allowed on a pasture. Or rather, they spend their free time on concrete, eating and drinking from conveyor belt troughs. Twice a day, the cow gets milked, with the milk being piped into a giant cooler or tank trucks back up and connect like suckling pigs. A dairy cow excretes, using a nice word, a dairy cow excretes about 20 pounds per day. Most corporate dairies contain 5,000 cows, although recent proposals have been made for dairies with up to 50,000 cows. It's a lot of cows and a lot of manure. Now, while stink is the first complaint of those living and farming nearby, water pollution occurs after a few years of application of manure to the same fields. The waste is excessive and the excess runs off. While too much nitrogen causes the dead zone, which we heard about in the Gulf of Mexico, phosphorus has the same effect on freshwater. Nitrogen and phosphorus, both contained in manure, both promote massive algae growth. 
the algae dies off, and the process of decomposition uses up almost all of the oxygen in the water. Fish and other aquatic life, aquatic invertebrate, cannot live in water with low amounts of dissolved oxygen. It is no accident that every stream and river in McDonald County, Missouri, which is way down in the southwest corner of Missouri, with uh, Oklahoma on the west and Arkansas on the south, every stream and river in McDonald County, Missouri, is on the impaired water body list, also known as the 303D list, since that is a section of the Clean Water Act that requires that each state list impaired water bodies. The waters in McDonald County don't support aquatic life, which is one of the requirements of the Federal Clean Water Act, due to, and I quote, excessive nutrients from animal agriculture, end quote. McDonald County is almost totally dependent upon broiler and egg production. On any given day, there are 13 million chickens and several hundred thousand turkeys in that county. These birds belong to Tyson's, Moark Land Lakes, and Simmons, and for at least the last 20 years, these companies have been land-applying chicken litter to the fields of McDonald County. The immediate concern about CAFOs is stink. The long-term problem is with water quality. CAFOs pollute, CAFOs pollute both air and water. End 